Welcome to Big Time Basketball, the basketball segment of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm your host once again, James, and I'm joined once again by Matty and Nate. What's up, boys? So, how's it going? All right. In today's episode, we're once again recapping scores from Sunday, um, and then we'll bounce to Monday night, uh, to some of the games that have finished and some of the games that are currently going on as we're recording. Then we'll talk about our pickups for the week in fantasy basketball, and then we'll just jump right into the preview for Tuesday's games. So let's just get started here. I will start with the first game from Sunday. It was the LA Lakers beating the San Antonio Spurs 114-106. to 106. Uh, Keldon Johnson led the Spurs with 24 points. And Anthony Davis led the Lakers with 34 points. Uh, DeJounte Murray, 10 rebounds to lead the Spurs. Anthony Davis had 15 to lead the Lakers. And then DeJounte Murray had 10 assists to lead the Spurs, while Russell Westbrook had 7 for the Lakers. Uh, Mete, I'll start with you. Uh, just getting to the Lakers, I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, this is a good win for them. They've been without LeBron now for a couple of games, and uh, they're holding up. They didn't have the greatest start, but now they're at 8-6. and six, So, yeah, I think as, as long as they make the playoffs, they'll be good. Most teams, uh, LeBron-led teams, they can just turn it on the playoffs and turn into a completely new team. So although it is kind of worrying how they're playing right now, I'm not too worried. Yeah, assuming when LeBron comes back, they should be an instant contender. I don't think there's a worry about that. And then just getting to the Spurs, they dropped a four and nine now. I guess, Nate, what are your thoughts on this team? I guess it's been a little disappointing for the Spurs, I guess, because you're used to seeing the Spurs um playing at like a really high level and being like a playoff team but I guess this is still just like a team that's kind of young just trying to just figure out um how they're going to move forward so yeah yeah I mean they do have rising stars in Keldon Johnson and DeJounte Murray but at the same time they need a solid team around them so it's going to take a little bit of time but I'm confident the Spurs will keep getting better every season and then getting to the next game, we have the Atlanta Hawks beating the Milwaukee Bucks 120 to 100. Uh, looking at the stats, Trey Young, 42 points to lead the Hawks. Yanis uh, Antetokounmpo had 26 to lead the Bucks. And then Bobby Portis, eight rebounds to lead the Bucks, while Clint Capella had 13 for the Hawks. And then Drew Holiday, eight assists to lead the Bucks. And Trey Young with 10 for the Hawks. Um, Nate, I'll get to you first this time. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on Atlanta so far? They, they have a losing record, but they get a big win here. Yeah, I feel like um, Atlanta has uh, been having to, I guess, adjust this year. I guess this year has been kind of rough on them, but um, I guess it's a, a good win that they got against the Bucs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mete, I'll get you on the Bucs. I mean, this team isn't fully at 100% yet. Uh, I guess, is are you worried about this team or are you still confident they're still going to be a top team? Yeah, like the Lakers, I'm not too worried about the Bucs. Like you said, they have injuries. Uh, they didn't have Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton this game. Those are two of their main guys. Uh, although Bobby Portis might be better offensively, Brooke Lopez is a great uh, rim protector, so they definitely miss him. And Middleton's replacement, Connington, he's solid as well, but you'd obviously rather have Middleton and Lopez out there, so... 
Yeah, I think uh, when they're healthy, they're a really tough team to beat. Yeah, I mean, you want Portis and Connaughton to be your sixth and seventh man. You don't want to have to start them because they'll just make them a lot deeper if that's the case. So definitely getting back Middleton and Lopez will be huge for this team moving forward. I'm um, getting to the next game. Surprising loss for Golden State. They lose to the Hornets 106 to 102. Um, Andrew Wiggins leads Golden State with 28 points. Miles Bridges has 22 for the Hornets. And then in terms of rebounds, both Kevon Looney uh, and Cody Martin had eight rebounds to lead their respective teams. And Steph Curry had 10 assists to lead the Warriors. And Mason Plumley had six for the Hornets. Um, Matt, I'll get to you on the Hornets. Uh, they're around a 500 team, a little bit above. But I guess what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, I think they had a really impressive start around like three and one, four and one. And then I want to say they cooled off. Now they've picked up a couple wins and this is the Warriors' uh, second loss. So yeah, definitely a huge win. Big statement win as the Warriors have had the best record so far. Uh, I really like Charlotte, especially LaMelo Ball. He's got all the potential in the world. I think they're a fun team to watch and yeah, I think they definitely have a chance to make the playoffs. It could be like uh, around the seven to six seed, I want to say. Yeah, for sure. They have a solid team. Uh, definitely. Um, I think they'll be contending in the East for sure. Um, maybe in the play-in or just above the play-in. And then in terms of Golden State, Nate, I'll get to you. Only their second loss on the season. I guess, is this loss worrisome or do you think it's just one bad game? Um, I guess maybe it's just a bad game. That being said, um, Charlotte's a pretty good team, so it's not like the worst loss in the world. And they are still they're still playing without Clay, so I guess it's kind of showing um, that their team's a little bit deeper now. Yeah, I mean, when they get Clay back, they could look like that 70-win Warriors team. Like, with how good they're playing now, getting a piece like that back would be actually amazing for them. And then uh, getting to the next game here, um, Phoenix Suns beating the Houston Rockets 115 to 89. <clears throat> um, in terms of leaders, Devin Booker led the Suns with 26 points. Christian Wood at 17 to lead the Rockets. And then JaVel McGee, 14 rebounds to lead the Suns. And Alperin Sengen had 10 to lead the Rockets. And Devin Booker with six assists to lead the Suns. And Kevin Porter Jr. also added six assists to lead the Rockets. Um, Nate, I'll get to you first on the Suns. I guess. They're now second in the West. What are your thoughts on this team? Uh, the Suns, um, they're really solid. They were solid last year with the addition of Chris Paul, and they're solid again. Um, it looks like they have some pretty uh, decent depth, depth too. Um, Javel McGee had a really good game, 19 points, 14 rebounds. So a uh, really good job by the Suns. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they've just been winning so many games lately. Just moving up in the standings every week. Uh, I think that they're playing pretty solid right now. And then uh, Mete, I'll get to you on the Rockets. One win on the season. They lose here again. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, tough season so far, but it was kind of expected from them as they've gone into rebuild mode. So, yeah, I don't know if anyone was expecting them to have only one win 13 games in, but that's the state we're at. And... The main thing for the Sun, uh, sorry, the Rockets is just to play the younger guys, evaluate them, see who you want for the, your future, and just build for the future uh, at this point. Yeah, I definitely agree. This team, 
they're in no place to even contend for a playoff spot this year. Um, it's just one of those years where they got to evaluate talent, like you said. So I definitely think that should be what they're going to do going forward. And then moving to the next game, easy win here for Brooklyn. They beat the OKC Thunder 120 to 96. Kevin Durant, 33 points to lead the Nets. Shai Gilgis Alexander, 23 for the Thunder. And then Kevin Durant, eight rebounds to lead the Nets. Jeremiah Robinson Earl had eight to lead OKC. And then James Harden had 13 assists to lead Brooklyn. And Aaron Wiggins had four to lead the Thunder. Um, Mete, I'll get to you first on Brooklyn. I guess it's this is a routine win for them. Yeah, definitely. Routine win. Uh, Thunder, although they have a decent record, they're another rebuilding team. So this is expected, but still, uh, it's a nice win to win by 24. Uh, that's an impressive margin. So the Nets, we already know they're one of the best teams in the league. And even though they don't have Kyrie, they're still really dangerous. So, yeah, uh, they'll definitely, I feel like, make the conference finals at least. Yeah, I mean, they're such a solid team, like you said. Um, I think their depth has gotten better as well. Um, obviously, um, getting a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge back, he had 15 points in this game, really solid. And then getting to OKC, I guess, um, I mean, they're decent, but they're, I don't think they're going to be contending for a playoff spot. I guess, Nate, what are your thoughts? Um, I don't really think they're going to be contending for a playoff spot either, especially not in the West. Right now, they're 11th, so they would have to, I guess, go on a win streak in order to do that. And there's not, they're not at the point where they can make a push and make it really far either. So I feel like development is more important at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Most of their teams very young anyways. Definitely want to see them, I guess, improve slowly. So I guess maybe they just keep rotating young guys in, see what they got in terms of development. And uh, moving to the next game here, Denver Nuggets beating the Portland Trailblazers 124 to 95. Nikola Jokic, 28 points to lead the Nuggets. Uh, CJ McCollum, 21 to lead Portland. Um, Nasir Little had seven rebounds to lead Portland, while uh, Zeke uh, Naji had 10 to lead the um, Nuggets. And then Jokic had nine assists to lead the Nuggets, while Dennis Smith Jr. had five to lead Portland. Uh, Nate, I'll get to you on the Nuggets. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Um, I mean, this team is pretty good as well. Um, I feel like... Um, and the Nuggets, even though they're good, I feel like they can give a little bit more if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, they are third in the West right now. Um, and probably uh, when they get Jamal Murray back, that might be where they sort of top off. They might, you know, make a run for a second or first place. But um, yeah, I think they are playing pretty solid right now. And um, Matt, I'll get to you on Portland. I guess, how do you feel about them being uh, below 500 record? Yeah, that's definitely really disappointing as Portland is one of those teams where I had expectations for them to at least make the playoffs and right now they're not in a playoff position. So, uh, yeah, I think they're definitely better than their record six and eight. They have a good roster, but I feel like it's been the case for Portland for the last couple of years at least that they have good talents, but they're underperforming. So, yeah, I feel like there's a problem there and something needs to change. Yeah, I mean, I guess probably depth, uh, they need a little bit more of. I guess a supporting cast as well for guys like Damian Lillard there. 
um, maybe those are some things that they could look to add. But yeah, like you said, it's a little bit disappointing so far for that team. And then getting to the last game on the Sunday slate, we have the Chicago Bulls beating the LA Clippers 100 to 90. Um, looking at the leaders, DeMar DeRozan, 35 points to lead the Bulls. Uh, Paul George with 27 to lead the Clippers. Then in terms of rebounds, Paul George had 11 to lead the Clippers, while Alex Caruso had nine to lead the Bulls. Caruso also added five assists to lead Chicago, while Paul George had four assists to lead L.A. Um, Mete, I'll just get to you on the Bulls. I mean, this team, they're third in the East right now. They're looking really solid. Yeah, uh, definitely looking very solid. And DeMar has been great lately. I think currently he's leading the league in fourth quarter points. So, yeah, uh, he's... uh, been criticized before for choking a lot but this year he's done great in the fourth quarter and that's great to see yeah I I have really high expectations going forward for the Bulls as they're showing me right now that uh, they have great potential this year yeah I definitely agree this is a solid team that can contend in the east 100% and then, uh, Nate, I guess I'll get to you on the Clippers. I mean, it seems like Paul George is doing almost everything for this team. I guess, what are your thoughts on the Clippers? Yeah, I feel like this is a team that, I mean, obviously they're missing Kawhi, so it's kind of falling to um, Paul George. There's, they're also missing um, Serge Ibaka still as well, so they're not at like 100%, but I feel like um, the players that they have are still pl- playing pretty solid, and I wouldn't um, say their loss against the Bulls are too bad considering how good the Bulls are playing this season. Yeah, I mean, I believe they had a win streak uh, coming into that game or coming into that week. So, yeah, <clears throat> like you said, uh, you don't want to overreact to one game. Uh, you just take it one game at a time and look to bounce back for the next one. And then uh, we'll now move to Monday slate and look at some of the games that have finished. Um, one of them here, Boston Celtics being the Cleveland Cavaliers, 98 to 92. Looking at the points scored here, Ricky Rubio led Cleveland with 28 points. Uh, Jason Tatum at 23 to lead Boston. Then Al Horford, nine rebounds to lead the Boston Celtics, while Evan Mobley had nine to lead Cleveland. And then Jason Tatum, five assists to lead Boston, while Evan Mobley had five to lead Cleveland. Um, Nate, I'll get to you on the Celtics. Um, 500 team right now, I guess. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I guess the Celtics, um, they've been a little bit underwhelming for me. I mean, they are missing um, Jalen Brown, so that's something to keep in mind. But I feel like um, the Celtics should be above 500 at this point. Yeah, I think when Brown comes back, they definitely should be able to gel together and sort of improve their record. At least that's what I think. But, I mean, they've been back and forth, so it's really tough to say. And then um, I guess, Nate, I'll get to you. Or, um, Mete, I'll get to you on Cleveland. Um, I guess just talk about this team. They are fifth in the East. Uh, tough loss here, but I guess what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, like I said last episode, I still stand by this. I'm still very impressed with the Cavaliers, even though they lost tonight. Especially with Ricky Rubio. He's been known as a playmaker, and this year there's been a lot of games. He's above 20 points. And yeah, he's shooting the three ball like crazy. He, sh- he got fourth in this game. So definitely really impressed by him. He's just uh, adding a new element to his game where he leads his team as a, as a scorer and Chetty Osman. It's been great uh, last couple of games. Uh, looks like 
the sixth man for the Cavaliers this year. So, yeah, I like the Cavaliers. I think if they don't make the playoffs, they'll be really close this season. So, yeah, I think they have a bright future ahead of them. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they brought in Ricky Rubio to sort of be that sixth man, but he's turned into like almost a number one option for this team. It's looking really solid so far. Of course, don't call on Sexton for them, so they did need someone to step up. It's good that he's doing that. And then moving to the next game, uh, Sacramento Kings being Detroit Pistons, 129 to 107. Looking at the leading scorers here, Buddy Heald, 22 points to lead the Kings. Sadiq Bey, 28 to lead the Pistons. And then uh, in terms of rebounds, uh, uh, Chimsey Metu led the Kings with 10. Um, Isaiah Stewart had 15 to lead the Pistons. Tyrese Halliburton, 10 assists to lead Sacramento. And then Kate Cunningham at eight for Detroit. Um, I guess, Mette, I'll get to you on Sacramento first. I mean, they're they're one of these mediocre teams. They're just one spot out of the playoffs. I guess, what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, uh, definitely. They're pretty mediocre, but they're not bad, definitely. Uh, and this is a good game for them, even though it's the Pistons. The Pistons are a talented team, and they've shown that they can upset on Friday, I want to say, against the Raptors. So, yeah, uh, a win's a win, especially in the NBA. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, you know, uh, Sacramento, they've sort of been up and down. Hopefully they can get things together um, and sort of, you know, get to 500 and maybe pass that and try and make a, make a playoff run or something. Um, getting to Detroit now, Nate, I'll get to you. I mean, this team's still rebuilding at this point. I guess any thoughts on them? Um, I feel like uh, they're a team that's they haven't been playing um, too bad, even though they don't necessarily have the best record. Like Matei mm-hmm. said, they did upset um, the Raptors. I think for this game, um, it looks like in the first quarter, they didn't score enough, but they tried their best to try to ca- catch up. And they, I guess from like a quarter by quarter basis as a team, they um, they did kind of match the Kings in terms of scoring, but just the being down um, by that many points in the first quarter, it was just really hard to catch up. Yeah, I guess it's nice to see the development for some of the young players like Sadiq Bay, Kate Cunningham, Isaiah Stewart. It's good to see for this Pistons team. Hopefully they can sort of get things together. And then uh, moving on to the next game, I mean, Washington keeps winning even without uh, Bradley Beal here. Um, just taking a look at some of their stats, they beat the Pelicans 105 to 100. Spencer Dinwiddie led the Wizards in scoring with 27. Brandon Ingram led the Pelicans with 31. And then in terms of rebounds, Josh Hart led the Pelicans with 12. And Denny Avija led the uh, Wizards with 10. Josh Hart also had five assists to lead the Pelicans. And um, Spencer Dinwiddie, nine assists to lead the Washington Wizards. Um, Nate, I'll get to you on Washington. I mean, they're first in the East. And it looks like they have a lot of depth. I guess, what are your thoughts? Um, this is a really surprising improvement from the Wizards. I feel like the Wizards, they've always been like a pretty decent playoff team, but um, they've, they've just been trying to find a way to kind of um, push their way into the number one seed and now they got it. Yeah, I mean, this team is looking so solid right now. Um, yeah, uh, even without Bradley Beal, like I mentioned, they're still putting away teams. And I mean... Um, once he comes back, I mean, this team's going to look really solid going forward. I guess, uh, Matt, I'll get to you on the Pelicans. 
Um, I guess, you know, Brandon Ingram being back, there's some stuff to like there, but I guess what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, it's been a really tough start to the season for them. Only two wins in 15 games. So Pelicans fans were probably not expecting uh, to start off that bad, but they have been without Zion. So, yeah, he's probably their best player. And when you don't have your best player, life's going to be tough. So, yeah, that's why they're at two wins right now. Yeah, I definitely agree. Hopefully when Zion comes back, I mean, Brandon Ingram just came back. So, you know, if Zion comes back, maybe they can string together some wins. I still don't know if it's going to be enough to make any kind of run, but I guess we'll definitely have to see. And I guess um, speaking of the Atlanta Hawks from Sunday, they won again Monday, 129 to 111 over Orlando. Um, Getting to the stats, Trey Young, 23 points to lead the Hawks. Cole Anthony with 29 to lead Orlando. Clint Capella, 16 rebounds to lead the Hawks. And Wendell Carter had nine to lead Orlando. Cole Anthony added 11 assists to lead Orlando, while Trey Young had six to lead the Hawks. Um, I guess, Mete, I'll get to you on the Hawks this time. I guess, what are your thoughts on them potentially turning this thing around? Yeah, uh, they should definitely turn it around, as we all saw what they did last year in the playoffs. They had a great run to the conference finals, and then... This season, they've been off to a tough start, but I, I still really believe in the Hawks. Uh, they've got pretty much the same team from last year, and I really liked what I saw from them last year. So, yeah, I think they can turn this thing around. I mean, they did start out rough last year, and then when we saw what happened. They were able to turn it around. So I think I also have some confidence that they will. And then, Nate, getting two on Orlando, I mean, this team's rebuilding their last in the East. I guess, what are your thoughts? I mean, um, they do have some players that um, have some really high upside, like Mo Bamba. Not necessarily his best um, shooting night, but he did get eight rebounds, and he is a a center that can um, shoot threes, and he can play inside a little bit as well. So I guess just from the team in general, we just got to try to keep developing and see what happens. Yeah, this is another one of those teams we talk about. Just keep developing, and yeah, see what you got in each player. Um, getting to the next game, New York Knicks beating the Indiana Pacers, 92 to 84. Um, taking a look at the stats, Emmanuel quickly, 16 points for the Knicks. Um, and then Malcolm Brogdon uh, led the Pacers with 22. Um, in terms of rebound leaders, uh, DeMantis Sabonis, 15 to lead the Pacers. Julius Randle had 11 to lead the Knicks. And then in terms of assists, both Malcolm Brogdon and Derrick Rose led their respective teams with seven assists. Um, Nate, I'll get to you on the Knicks. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Um, I feel like I was kind of expecting the Knicks to kind of um, continue um, their performance from, I guess, the beginning of the season and from last season a little bit. Um, they, were really, they were really solid, but I guess number six isn't too bad, but I feel like they could be a higher seed if that makes sense. Yeah, so I guess potentially pushing into the top five. Um, Yeah, this Knicks team, they're solid. They'll continue to get better. I fully expect that. And then uh, getting to the Pacers, Matty, I'll get to you. I mean, they've sort of been up and down this year. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, they're another team that's kind of mediocre. And they made the play-in last year. I think they were a game out of the playoffs or something. Or they might have lost the first one. I can't remember at this point. but. Yeah, I I think the Pacers are another team that 
they've got a decent roster, but things aren't really working out there. So, yeah, they might have to soon blow things up if this season doesn't work out and then try to rebuild. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they might be like one piece away from being a playoff team, but at the same time, they don't have that piece right now and they seem to be struggling. So we'll definitely have to see, I guess, how they do moving forward. Um, and then getting to the next game, Dallas Mavericks being the Denver Nuggets, 111 to 101. Um, Chris Tapps Porzingis leads the Mavericks with 29 points. Nikola Jokic, 35 to lead the Nuggets. Porzingis also adds 11 rebounds to lead the Mavericks. And then Jokic adds 16 to lead the Nuggets. Um, Luka Doncic had 11 assists to lead Dallas, uh, while Monte Morris had eight to lead the Nuggets. Um, Mete, I'll get to you on Dallas. I guess, uh, what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, they've uh, had a great start to the season, and nine and four is a great record. They're third right now. So, and we know the West is very tough. It's super impressive. Especially Kristaps Porzingis, last couple games, he's been amazing as well. So, yeah, he's pretty much the X factor in the playoffs. He was struggling, and he's a number two guy there. So, we know Luka Doncic is great. Tim Hardaway Jr., I like him. He's a really reliable three-point shooter. And then if Kristaps is also playing like this and uh, he's having a great shooting night, uh, they're definitely a dangerous team. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, if Chris uh, Stapps is, you know, putting up these kind of monster stats that he's been doing, yeah, this team should have no problem winning around, at least in the playoffs. And then I guess, Nate, getting to Denver, um, they did lose this game. They're, they're like one spot beneath Dallas in the standings. I guess, what are your thoughts? Um, I guess uh, even with that, um, I feel like they're still missing Jamal Mal Murray again. So, they're a little bit understaffed, but I feel like um, Nikola Jokic, he's doing what he can to kind of um, carry the team. He played uh, really good, kind of showing that he's one of the best centers, if not the best center in the league right now. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He is playing really solid for this Nuggets team. Hopefully they can bounce back next game. Uh, getting to the next game here, Memphis Grizzlies, they scored 136 points in four quarters. That's pretty insane. Uh, they did it against a poor Houston Rockets team, though. They only had 102 points. Uh, John Morant led the Grizzlies with 22. Jalen Green had 15 to lead the Rockets. Uh, um, Jay Sean Tate, nine rebounds to lead the Rockets. And Jaron Jackson had seven to lead Memphis. Um, John Morant, six assists to lead Memphis. And Josh Christopher had five to lead the Rockets. Um, Nate, I'll get to you on this Grizzlies team. Uh, big offensive performance for them. Yeah, I mean, this was kind of the perfect opportunity to, I guess, uh, blow a team team out, considering that the Rockets are still rebuilding. So, I guess, um, pretty solid display of their offense this night. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Um, really solid on the side of the Grizzlies. Um, and then Mete, getting to you on this Rockets team, I guess, once again, just repeating what we said, I guess they're pretty much a rebuilding team. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I think we did the recap for Sunday's game and they play again tonight. So they go from 12 to 13 losses. Uh, unfortunate start to the year for the Rockets. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, not a great way to start the season. 
Um, but speaking of a team that has started out really well, Phoenix winning again, 99 to 96 over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Devin Booker leading the team with 29 points. Carl Anthony Towns had 35 to lead Minnesota. Um, and then DeAndre Ayton, who, who was back in this game, um, 12 rebounds to lead Phoenix. Um, and then Carl Anthony Towns had 13 to lead Minnesota. Chris Paul with eight assists to lead the Suns. And then Anthony Edwards had six to lead Minnesota. Um, Mete, I'll get to you on Phoenix. I mean, this team's pretty much rolling at this point. What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, they're off to an impressive start again. And they made the finals last year, but they kind of got lucky in the sense that there was a lot of injuries that helped them out with LeBron in the first round and then Kawhi in the conference finals. So it's nothing against the Suns, but I'd like to see how they do this season in the playoffs, If uh, how, legit, how legitimate of a contender they are. Yeah, I definitely agree. Hopefully some of these other teams like the Warriors and the Lakers will be healthier. So then they'll have a bit more competition. Um, and then Nate, let me get to you on this Wolves team. I guess, what are your thoughts on them? I guess for the Wolves, um, they're always like a rebuilding team. They do have some really good players. Um, Carl Anthony Towns, he's an amazing center. He's another one of those guys. You could say he's like one of the best centers um, in the league. Um D'Angelo Russell, he's really good as well. Anthony Edwards, um, I guess this game didn't really show how good he is, but I think he's a really talented player. But I feel like um, they're still at a state where they're trying to kind of um, develop the team. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, maybe give them a season or two, hopefully get a couple more playmakers in there and then maybe make some noise uh, there in the West. Um, I guess getting to the next game that has finished here, uh, Miami Heat beating the OKC Thunder 103 to 90. Um, Tyler Hero led the Heat with uh, 26 points. Uh, Lou Dort, 20 to lead OKC. And then KZ Okpala had uh, seven to lead Miami, uh, while Josh Giddy had uh, nine to lead OKC. Kyle Lowry, 11 assists to lead Miami, uh, while Josh Giddy had nine to lead OKC. Um, Nate, I'll just get to you on Miami. It uh, looks like this team is playing really well this year. Yeah, I think this is a pretty uh, solid win uh, by Miami. It looks like um, they they didn't um, have Jimmy Butler there, so pretty impressive win. Yeah, I mean, being able to do it without him, it uh, looks like a guy like Tyler Hero stepped up. Um, some other guys uh, from the bench also stepped up, so really solid. And then Mete, getting to you on OKC, I guess, what are your thoughts on them? Yeah, I think they're actually doing a pretty good job with the situation they're in right now. They've got a bunch of rookies, a bunch of second or third year players where they're probably the youngest team at the league uh, at this point. And uh, yeah, I feel like for them to be five and eight is kind of an overachievement. Although it's early, uh, they're doing much better than I thought. We've seen some records from the Pelicans, 2-13, and 1-13 and 13 for the Rockets. I was kind of expecting around there for them. So for them to have five wins right now is pretty good. Yeah, I definitely agree. They are playing a much better than the level a lot of us have expected for them. So I guess it's really solid on their part. And then I guess games we won't be covering because they're still underway. Uh, the Toronto Raptors are leading the Portland Trailblazers in the second quarter. 
And also the Chicago Bulls are leading the LA Lakers in the first quarter. Um, so yeah, uh, let's just move on uh, to um, our pickups for fantasy basketball. Um, I guess, uh, Nate, I'll start with you. Uh, who's your guard pickup for the week? I guess my guard pickup for the week is um, and and for any Simons, about 24% rostered. Um, I think he's a player with some really good upside. Um, he's had some double-digit um, scoring nights. Uh, he's pretty decent on defense. He can get some assists. He can get rebounds for a guard, which is pretty impressive. So he should be available um, in most leagues. All right. And uh, Mekti, I'll get to you now for your guard pickup for the week. Yeah, so for my guard, I went with Killian Hayes, point guard and shooting guard eligible on Yahoo, plays for the Detroit Pistons, and he's currently 19% rostered, and he's only in his second year, so I believe in his upside, but his field goal percentage is not the greatest, I'll tell you that. He's shooting 32% right now, but I think you got to be patient with him. He's getting like 30 minutes a night, and especially against the Raptors on Friday. He had a good game. Uh, he's great for assists. He can get steals. Yeah, uh, he might not be the greatest right now, but he's got upside, I think, and should definitely give him a look. All right, and I guess for my guard pickup of the week, I have Taylor Horton Tucker from the LA Lakers. Plays shooting guard small forward in fantasy. I mean, uh, his first game back from injury, they put him as a starter. I think he stuck ever since uh, first game. He had 17 points, four rebounds, one assist. Um, and if he's going to be in the starting lineup and he's going to be getting uh, close to 30 minutes a night, you definitely need to go pick this guy up. Um, and then I guess in terms of uh, forwards, Nate, who's your forward pickup for the week? Um, I feel like for this week, you could take a look at um, Chetty Osman. Um, he's been having um, good scoring nights as well. Um, been shooting a lot of threes which has been um helping he's been getting some steals been getting some assists getting some rebounds so if you're in a, in a deep league that you should definitely take a look at him and yeah all right and then matt take getting to you who's your forward pickup for the week all right so i have a crazy sleeper for the forward uh he's only small forward eligible right now but i think that's going to change and i'll explain why james robinson earl of the oak Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, uh, he's only 1% owned, which is crazy. Uh, right now, the Thunder, they're uh, starting him at center. They were starting Derek Favors, but tonight they rested him. There's going to be nights like that where they rest him. They did that last year with Horford. And then I don't really think they've got the greatest centers. They have Muscala, Roby, and then there's one more I'm forgetting. I don't know why. But, yeah, they're all, like, decent. And then Robinson Earl, he's a rookie. He's been starting lately, seeing around 25 minutes. And uh, he had a 14-rebound game the other night. So uh, tonight even he shot, like, three threes. So he can make threes. Uh, he grabs rebounds. Uh, decent defensive numbers. I think he's a crazy sleeper that's got to be picked up. All right, and um, I guess my four pickup for the week is Devin Vassell for the um, San Antonio Spurs. Uh, he plays shooting guard, small forward, eligible. Um, I think in his past seven games, six of them, he had double-digit points. Uh, he's shooting threes. I think he had four or five threes in two of those games. 
Um, he's getting rebounds as well. He's averaging around uh, four to five rebounds in those games. He's been really solid. I mean, he's been getting over 30 minutes in a lot of those games. So, I mean, if he's getting those kind of minutes, it's definitely a must-add in my books. But, uh, Nate, let me get to you for your center pickup. I guess for my center pickup, I have um, Thaddeus Young. He's a bit more of a shallow league pick, uh, pick about 54% um, rostered. If I remember correctly, I think he was closer to 50% rostered. But, yeah, mostly a shallow league pickup. Um, he's been having um, – really good fantasy numbers at least for the past week so um if you like where he's trending you can definitely pick him up all right and then Mete getting to who's your center pickup for the week yeah for center I also have a shallower league pickup Alperen Sengen of the Houston Rockets only center eligible and he's 46 percent owned so he's probably not going to be on most waiver wires, but if he is, you should definitely pick him up. I've been saying this for some time now. Daniel Tice is currently the starter, but I think Shengen uh, wins the job over relatively soon, especially with the Rockets being 1-13 right now. I think they might even uh, trade Tice soon. So, yeah, I think he'll become the starter even without the starting role right now he's getting around 20 minutes he's good for defensive uh stats he can make three so i think he's a really great player that's only going to get better all right and then my center pickup for the week is javel mcgee um i know um deandre ayton returned in this game um but if you still need rebounds and blocks he's still definitely a must add um he's averaging around two blocks a game um, and I mean, he is pretty solid. So if you want to throw someone at the end of your bench, definitely go at JaVale McGee. He's definitely really solid. All right. That's going to be the end of our fantasy basketball pickup. So let's just move right into the preview for Tuesday's games. Let's take a look at some of the spreads here. Um, there are just three games on the slate, but we will dive right into them. Uh, first game is a big one. Uh, it's the Golden State Warriors at the Brooklyn Nets. Um, <clears throat> looking at the spread right now. Uh, the spread is minus three in favor of Brooklyn. Um, Nate, I'll start with you. I guess, which side are you on here? It's really hard to tell. I feel like it could, the spread could go either way. Um, it just kind of depends on how you feel like the offense is going to go. Um, I guess I'll go with the Nets just because um, 2.5 isn't really like the biggest spread. So, yeah. All right, and um, Mete, I guess getting to you, I guess which side do you like here? Yeah, uh, it's not the biggest spread, but this is two of the best teams in the league playing, so I expect a really tight game, a one-possession game. So I think I'll go with the Warriors since they've got the plus for that reason. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're giving th me three points with Golden State the way they've played this year, I don't think I could pass that up. I feel like that's sort of the side I'd want to be on. Obviously, any team could come away with this game, but I think I'd feel better going with the Warriors. And then um, jumping to the next game, uh, it's the U uh, Utah Jazz hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the spread there is at eight and a half, favoring the Utah Jazz. Mete, I guess, which side are you on for that? I think I'd go with the Sixers. I know the Jazz are at home and Philadelphia, they do have a couple injuries, but it's kind of uh, it's 
kind of like one of those bigger spreads, so it's kind of scaring me. All right, and then Nate, getting to you, I guess, which side would you be on here? Um, I feel like it depends if um depends if Embiid is playing. If Embiid is playing, then um, you're most likely gonna want to take the 76ers, but if he's not, then you might be able to take the Jazz. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like the Jazz could cover like a double digit spread against this team, to be honest. Like, um, like I don't I don't think Embiid's gonna play, which is why I think the line is where it is. Um, I probably say the Jazz would probably get a 10-point win against the 76ers. So I think I might be okay taking Utah with the spread. I guess if it keeps moving up, then maybe I, I might side on Philly. But right now, I, I like Utah as well. And then uh, getting to the late game, um, it's the San Antonio Spurs at the LA Clippers. The spread is at 6.5 right now. Um, Nate, getting to you, which side would you be on here? Um, I guess... I feel like it could go either way as well. I feel like the Spurs might actually be able to cover this. All right, and bouncing to you, Mete, I guess which side would you be on here? I think I'll go with the Clippers. Uh, they've been pretty good lately, and they're at home. So, And the Spurs haven't been that impressive. So all those uh, reasons for me point towards the Clippers uh, win. Yeah, I, I think the Clippers win as well. I feel like the game will be close, though. I feel like Clippers might be able to just cover at the end, whether it's by, like, foul shots or whatever. So I might lean towards the Clippers just because they're at home. And I think they are the better fourth-quarter team, so they could pull away there at the end. And, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the, the preview. So I guess, um, Nate, I'll get to you. Any last thoughts? Uh, not really too much to say. I feel like there's been some teams where – I feel like um, they've been trying to adjust. Um, Atlanta, they've been trying to adjust, but I feel like they're going to be uh, trending up for a little bit. Um, the Celtics, I feel like they should be able to um, get above 500. But yeah, for the most part, there's just been some teams that they've just been trying to make some adjustments. All right. And then uh, I guess bouncing to you, Matt, I guess any last thoughts? Uh, so for the Eastern Conference, I've been really impressed with the Wizards. They're on a five-game win streak, and they're winning without Beal even. So, yeah, they're looking great this year, uh, much better than last season. And then for the West, it's been the Phoenix Suns, who are playing great lately. Currently the second seed, and they're on a nine-game win streak. So uh, they started one and three. They won nine in a row, and... They look super dialed in right now. Yeah, for sure. I think maybe the surprise for me is, I guess, Utah not being like a top three team in the West. I feel like they're that kind of team that can sort of push the pedal on the gas. Um, and I mean, they, they could be the best team. Uh, I guess I, I'd probably like to see more from them. Um, and then, yeah, um, like you said, Cleveland's been surprisingly really solid. Um, we'll, we'll definitely have to see if they can keep it up. But yeah, I definitely like what's been going on for them. And yeah, that's going to be the end of this big time basketball episode. Uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at FanFanPodcast. We've been posting picks for all three sports, NFL, NBA, and NHL. So definitely go check them out. Uh, in terms of the podcast, we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. Hit the bell for notifications on YouTube. Leave us a review, all that good stuff. 
And yeah, um, definitely some exciting games going on right now. I know you guys are keeping an eye on the Raptors. We're still currently underway. And yeah, um, they've been looking pretty solid so far. So not too bad from them. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you.